0: The God who sees me. Um, we've got some exciting stuff to look at today. Um, just initially, I wasn't quite sure how to pronounce the uh, Hebrew name, so I had a look at it. It is pronounced El roi and you say that quickly, so it's El Rui. So um, that's uh, how I'm going to be pronouncing it today. And it comes out of Genesis chapter 16. Um, we're not actually going to focus our attention on the passage today. Ryan's going to hit that tomorrow in the uh, Monday Motivator post. Um, He's going to look at a bit more detail and draw some things out of the passage, so do check that out. But I thought I'd give you a a 60-second summary um, of what's going on in passage just to give it some context and help you know where the the name has come from. Um, It's uh, it's a lot of drama. It's a bit like an episode of EastEnders. There's stuff happening left, right, and center. So here we go. This is my 60-second summary I'm going to read to you. So God comes to Abraham, at that time called Abram, and makes him a promise that his descendants will be more than the sand on the seashore, and through him all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Abram believed God's promise, despite his wife Sarai uh, not being able to have children. Sarai was a bit uh, less convinced, so she convinces Abram uh, to have a child for them through Hagar, her servant. Uh, Hagar conceives but then starts disrespecting Sarai so Sarai responds by mistreating Hagar so Sarai tells Hagar to get out of my pub and Hagar runs away into the desert where she meets the angel of the Lord. He encourages her by showing her he knows her situation and promises to look after her. She then gives him the name El-Rai, the God who sees me because she was so impacted by the fact that she had just encountered God who knew her, who saw her situation and had promised to look after her. She then gives him the name. I apologize, I'm reading that again. Uh, He cared about her enough to give her a prophetic promise about her son. After the encounter, she returns to live with Abram and Sarai again, as God commands her, and gives birth to a son, Ishmael. So as I say, Ryan will hit that a bit more detail tomorrow, so make sure you check that out. Um, Today, I want to bring some encouragement that God sees us and he knows us. I want to touch briefly on the purpose of encounters with God and think about how that relates to our vision as a church of being their hope. Finally, I want to give us some action we can take this week to encounter God afresh and impact the lives of the people that we care about. Now, when God reveals something about himself in Scripture, it's really important that we take note. Um, Jesus touches on this uh, in an altercation with the the Pharisees, uh, which comes from John chapter 5, verse 39, um, he just says to them, you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me, yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. So what's he saying? These guys uh, religiously kept the law. They were very quite proud and arrogant of the fact that they held to the law. And actually, if the law said stop here, they stopped here because they wanted everyone to know how righteous they were. Um, And this was the law from the Old Testament. They thought that would make them right with God and give them eternal life. But the purpose of the scripture was to get them ready to recognize the Messiah when he came. They thought it was all about producing people made right by the law. Uh, but actually, no one can follow the law perfectly because we're fallen human beings. Its point was to uh, point them to an encounter with the living God when He arrived. That was because He alone is their only uh, hope of righteousness and wholeness. So, what that says to us is that when you're next reading the Bible, uh, they preach, or any time that you're you're looking at the scriptures. When you find in scripture a revelation of God's nature and character, what's actually happening is the Holy Spirit has just issued you an invitation into an encounter. So you could say, in other words, scripture is the welcome mat to the place of intimacy with God. So when we look today at God's revelation of El Roy in Genesis 16, I believe that the Holy Spirit is inviting us into an encounter with him like Hagar's, where we can experience firsthand his father's love for us, his father's knowledge of our situations uh, so we can be built up and encouraged like she was because scripture is the welcome mat to encounter. Now, I don't know how you're handling this present time, uh, the lockdown and the coronavirus and all the uncertainty and and craziness that's happening at the moment. Um, Maybe it's not too bad for you. Maybe you're still able to go to work or work from home. Maybe you're being furloughed uh, and you're trying to keep busy. Maybe you're trying to keep the kids occupied. Maybe you're dealing with stress. Maybe you're anxious about the future and and what's going to happen. But God wants to encourage us today. Um, Last week, uh, Tessie felt that God spoke to her during the worship time. Um, He drew her attention to our baby monitor, which is connected up to a live feed in Ezra's cot. We've got the camera perched inside the cot Um, looking at him give us a close view so we can hear and see Uh, means that we are right there with him in the cot we know when he stirs we know when he cries we can watch over him and keep him safe and he's able to rest in complete safety and security now Tessie felt that this was a timely reminder for us she felt that uh, God would say to us you are not alone I am right there with you in your situation I know when things are difficult for you. I know when you cry, but keep going. I am watching over you to protect and provide. My monitor is tuned in to your live feed. You have but to call and I will come running. Rest in complete peace and security and take the encouragement that I am, El Roy, the God who sees you and step into the fresh encounter I have prepared for you this week. I have a personal testimony of of encountering Elroy that I thought I'd share with you. Um, Many of you know, after I did university, um, I graduated 2012 and did a gap year doing um, Frontier Project, as it was called then, which is a New Frontiers uh, year out project that you can do. There's two parts to it. You run a a project in your church and you do some training every month, month and a half or so at the sort of central hub for us, which was uh, King's Arms in Bedford. Um, you would got there, you'd stay with a host family, and then you'd attend these, these training sessions. We had a session on kids work. They taught us a way to help kids engage with the Holy Spirit by getting us to do it. They picked three people from the crowd of which I was one, wrote our names on a large piece of paper, gave us 15 minutes to go away and pray and ask for words of knowledge and prophetic words to write on this piece of paper. And then we'd come back together and have a look. Now I'd previously been singled out that week to be prophesied over again by a, um, a team prophetic people who'd come in to do a session on that. Um, and they give me some really encouraging, really impactful words about what God wanted to do with my life, some big picture sort of stuff, which really connected very, very personally with things that, that they wouldn't have known about me um, otherwise. So I was kind of anticipating more of the same. I was looking forward to big picture stuff. Um, and when we came back together, I cast my eye over what was written. There was some big, big picture stuff in there, which was really encouraging. But my eyes actually were caught by one word that had been written on there. Um, and they'd written it with a, a question mark and an exclamation mark after it, as if to kind of say, uh, not sure if this is God, but this is what I've got. So here it is. And that let me tell you, that one word has such a profound impact upon me. Um, let me give it some context. <clears throat> so that morning I'd woken up, I'd uh, opened my host's breakfast cupboard and thought, mm, I think I'll try something new. And I picked out the Weetabix. And I decided to try it for the first time. And somebody had written the word Weetabix on this piece of paper with the question mark and the explanation mark after it. It was simple, but as I say, the impact was huge. Someone had taken the courage to share with me, and I went away profoundly impacted that God not only knew me, uh, but he, he saw me, he saw the intimate, uh, small details of my life. Um, he knew my, if he, if he saw those and needed those, uh, knew those needs, Then he knew about the big stuff, uh, my hopes, dreams, fears, challenges. And he was powerful enough to provide real tangible help to me. So I want to ask you today, where do you need encouragement? And where do you need to know the tangible reality that God sees you? Now, we know that God eagerly desires encounters with us. But we also know that his heart burns for those who don't yet know him. When Jesus ascended into heaven, he promised the Holy Spirit to his disciples to lead them and help them on their mission. And when he arrives, there's this big explosion of the power and the presence of God and a movement begins. And it has continued down the ages through to today. And it has reached the torch has been passed to KCC. We too are part of that movement, which is why uh, Tessie and I have started using this phrase missional movement. We're a group of people with a mission and we're on the move. We're making progress. We're, we're growing and we're, we're taking ground. We are God's representatives. We represent him to the world. Now you could also say that we re-present him to the world. So we have stepped into encounters with him. We, he is presented to us. We then represent him to the world in the way that he has encountered us. In other words, if scripture is the welcome map to encounter, then encounter is the launch pad for witness. The great commission uh, that Jesus gave to his disciples, one of the things he said to them was, Teach them every, uh, to obey everything that I taught you. In other words, out of their uh, time spent with Jesus came their ability to carry out their mission. He also told them, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you've got to wait until he comes before you go. When he comes, then go. So again, out of encounter, uh, encounter prepared them for witness. So for us, when we enter into an encounter of God's nature, it's always so that we can be encouraged by it and built up and made whole. But as that encounter makes us whole, we're then able to witness to that facet of the nature of God to those who don't know him. Now, there is a world out there right now that is crying out for love, for peace, for joy, for goodness and for justice. And we have each had encounters with the God who has put everything they need into Jesus so that he has positioned us to stand up and speak about that goodness, that love, that peace, uh, however we can, because encounter is the launchpad for witness. So I'm coming into land now. Um, I think that the spiritual gifts are a supernatural way that we can represent God. How do we represent El Roi, the God who sees me? I think it's through the word of knowledge primarily. Uh, that is a supernatural speaking of God into your heart, something you couldn't otherwise know to share with somebody, to encourage them. Um, i probably the I think probably the most recent time I shared a word of knowledge I haven't done it very often I was with a work colleague I've been praying for um she she's South African um her and her um, husband live here with their their son I felt like she'd been worrying that um worrying about her son's provision and safety so I after about maybe half an hour of trying to pluck up the courage one day in, in the office um it was just us sitting there and I shared it with her and um shared what I I felt God was saying and her eyes began to well up as I was talking and she was really struck by it and it turned out that she had been worrying if something happened to her and her husband because they didn't have any family and and not many friends in the country they were worried about what would happen to their son's provision um, and leaving him alone so I was able to share um, this word of knowledge with my work colleague and it had um, a real profound impact on her to know that God saw her situation But what helped me to have the courage to share was that someone else had taken the courage to share with me all those years ago. I knew firsthand the impact that uh, a word of knowledge like that, an encouragement like that from God can have. And you know what? It is such a profound joy when you watch somebody encounter God in a way that you've encountered him as well. So I want to finish with two questions for us. So this week, what welcome mats are being laid out by God for you? What encounters is he inviting you into through scripture? And then the second question, how is he equipping you then to facilitate that kind of encounter to someone you know? And I'd love us to to do two things this week. Uh, I want us to, first of all, ask him to Demonstrate afresh to us that he is El Roi. So ask him to make that apparent to you again. The second thing I want us to ask him to do is, I want us to be brave, and I want us to ask him for a word of knowledge to share with somebody. Now, If you feel full of faith and courage, then that can be somebody uh, outside of the church who doesn't yet know him. But if you want to do something that's a a little bit easier, maybe, um, and a bit safer, perhaps, then uh, it can be somebody in the church. Um, But we are a a missional movement. Um, Scripture is the welcome map to encounter and encounter is the launch pad to witness. We're about growing and progressing and carrying out the mission that's been handed down to us. So let us practice drawing near to God for fresh bread for ourselves. I'm partnering with El Roy this week to reveal him to a world that's in desperate, desperate need. So why don't we just pray together to finish? Father, I thank you that you have bread prepared for us in Scripture. Thank you that you are the God who sees us. But you're not just the God who sits and watches. You are the God who encourages, the God who is waiting uh, and ready to come to our aid when we call out. You are active, you are uh, imminent, and you love us so completely. Thank you that you know all of our situations. You know uh, the difficulties that come along with it. You know the stresses, the anxieties. I pray for a release of courage, a release of uh, peace and joy, i pray father that you would make yourself known afresh to us as el roi the god who sees us i pray for encounters for for us father this week in scripture uh, that you would welcome us into encounter and i pray lord that you would then help us to partner with you to make you known in that facet to somebody else i pray lord for just a release of encouragement i pray that if we've got the courage lord that uh, people who don't know you yet might encounter this week El Roe, the God who sees me. And I thank you, Lord, for your, your goodness and your mercy to us. And in this series, Lord, continue to highlight to us the welcome mats that you are laying out as we delve into scripture. And we just bless you, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.